the whole idea of doing the oil therapy is to increase your blood circulation. So what happens then is your blood starts collecting toxins from around your body and brings it to the gut. 20% of the toxins comes out through your pores in the form of sweat. The remaining 80%, which is too big for the pores, comes to the gut. And then we do a series of enema treatments to pull the toxins out of your body. Hi, I'm Dr. Dimple Jangda. I'm your podcast host and I welcome you to A Gut Story. This is a podcast, a platform where we're going to discuss healthy everything. A healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotion, healthy energetics, and a healthy spiritual journey. We're going to also discuss stories of courage, grit, confidence, discipline, and patience that helped several people overcome tragic events in their life and physical trauma. And we're also going to learn from several natural sciences like Ayurveda, naturopathy, homeopathy, yoga, on how to reset our body back to good health and bring ourselves back closer to nature. Welcome to A Gut Story with yours truly, Dr. Dimple. We've been very fortunate to have clients from over 26 countries coming and visiting us and having their treatments done. And one such gentleman is charming Mr. Tony Fernandez here. So the founder and managing director of QAS, it's his own venture and he's based out of San Francisco. And it was just, I think, a stroke of luck or rare coincidence of the universe that you cross paths with us, right? Yeah, it was actually... Um... I'd gone downstairs uh, to the dentist, which is right underneath. And uh, the dentist wasn't there to see me. And I saw your board. And somebody had already told me to go for punch comma. Is that right? That's, That's what right. it's called, right? Yep. And I saw the board and I walked around and uh, walked up this, these stairs and I met you. you. And you told me about it. And then I went and started eating vegetarian food for the first time in my life. <laughs> A whole meal that was vegetarian. So I still remember the day Tony walked into our clinic. It was one of those oddest days of my entrepreneurial venture. And I had just one male therapist hanging around my clinic. Now we're a team of 15. But on that particular day, I had just one male therapist left in the clinic and a team of doctors. And I was praying to the universe and to God that God, just send me a male patient today and not a female patient because we can't attend to her. And then walks in Tony with his secretary and looking... Not very assured about the whole idea of doing an eight-day treatment, right? You said you were going to go eat lunch and come back and meet us again. Yeah. What happened during the lunch? So I went to um, this restaurant you suggested, which was a vegetarian restaurant. Had a long chat, had a long think about it. Didn't expect to do eight days out of eight days. And now, then I came back, yeah. right? And, um, and the rest, they say, is history. Which is a big surprise even for us. I mean, It was a big surprise for me. So, you know, we had shortlisted four restaurants in this city out of uh, personal experiences. And the restaurant that we said to you actually serves food based on Ayurvedic principles, which means the Shadarasa, the six taste that appeals to the human mind, the body and the soul, is put out in a plate. So you actually tasted all the six flavors, which allows your mind to become sattvic. Sattvic is a, a state of simpleness, a state of peace, which allows you to make better decisions. You were at the clinic and then you went through a consultation with one of our doctors yeah. and a very detailed consultation. You were put on a very exhaustive diet chart, I'd say. A very Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that I was um, skeptical about was the fact that I would have had to be vegetarian for eight days. Never been vegetarian for that Never. Time, ever in your life. No. I didn't even understand to only eat vegetarian food. Yeah. And I, was, uh, I did the whole eight days without eating um, meat. Was, and it was outstanding, yeah. During your diagnosis, uh, we pointed out to a couple of symptoms that were early symptoms from different organs of your body, which you were unaware of. Mm. But you only knew that you were probably stressed or exhausted. I think exhaust. Uh, I think I was exhausted uh, more than... Um, I, I don't usually get stressed. But I think I was exhausted because 
I travel a lot. I travel between America and India. And um, I think that 20-hour travel consistently every month creates an exhaustion, especially with sleep. So that actually helped me out. So during your treatment, we did a series of oil therapies, which is called Abhyangam and uh, Purikali, uh, which is like a putty massage where we fry the herbs and put it in a poultice. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing therapy, actually, which really helps break down stubborn fat and most importantly, reduce inflammation, pain and swelling between the joints, muscles and nerves, which allows you to relax. And the whole idea of doing the oil therapy is to increase your blood circulation. So what happens then is your blood starts collecting toxins from around your body and brings it to the gut. 20% of the toxins comes out through your pores in the form of sweat. The remaining 80%, which is too big for the pores, comes to the gut. And then we do a series of enema treatments to pull the toxins out of your body. So initially, um, I've, I've felt um, nauseous and um, it was confusing. And then uh, on the, th I think it was the third day, I had this, this, this surge of energy from somewhere. And I think I called you up yeah. and I said, should I go to the gym? Because, you know, so much of energy suddenly was incredible. Um, and then gradually I, I, I got used to it and it was, I welcomed it more than anything else because every day there was a new energy uh, and a new calmness with, with uh, the way you, you set it up. So, you know, food is a primary source of nutrition and it can also be poisonous if it's not eaten right. There's something in Ayurveda which is called Viruddha Ahar, which means like say milk and grapes can even cause instant death. So food is the primary source and our correction begins there. We start correcting your food habits, then we start correcting your lifestyle habits, like what time do you eat food, what combinations of food do you eat, when do you eat, and how much are you allowed to eat. We give you a detailed diet chart on that. That's the first step. The second step, of course, is becoming conscious. It's called Kriya. You've heard of the word karma, right? Yes. People blame everything on karma, saying, oh, it's my karma that I got sick, it's karma that I met with an accident, or it's karma that I'm diseased. Karma is unconscious living, not being aware of what you're eating, what you're drinking, what thoughts you're having. Kriya is conscious living. I'm aware of what's on my plate. I'm aware, I'm not watching TV, I'm not looking at the messages on my phone. I'm consciously eating every morsel, digesting it, sending signals to the brain through the touch of the fingers, sending signals to the brain through the, you know, the texture of the food, so that the brain can actually send the right signals to the gut on what kind of digestive juice to have. So you remember I educated you on the whole process of gut You did, you did. And um, I was very surprised because um, once you got me aware mm -hmm. of um, the gut literally having a brain, it, um, it turned my awareness into absolute knowledge and I started implementing most of your diet uh, suggestions. I did lose a lot of weight. I lost a lot of weight during the, the eight days mm -hmm. and I also lost a lot of weight straight after that. Yeah. I think it was because uh, eating at the right time, uh, I was um, you know, eating the right food, Vegetarian in itself needs to be balanced because there's lots of carbohydrates otherwise. So, and there's a lot of, um, with carbohydrates comes sugar, as you said. So once I balanced everything out, I did lose a lot of weight, yeah. So there's another thing that happens. I remember having this conversation with you about the gut-brain connection and the gut-skin connection. So what happens with the gut is it's basically cells held tight together in a tight junction. It's not a bag, it's not a skin. And the tight junction is supposed to be impermeable, which means the food that passes after digestion into the gut shouldn't get leaked out. It's supposed to remain in the gut so we can absorb all the nutrition from it, right? So what happens when we have an unhealthy lifestyle or bad food habits is we have a leaky gut syndrome. 
the tight junction becomes loose because of bad food habits and the food starts penetrating through the junction, leaking into the bloodstream. So there's a high concentration of toxins in the blood, which starts circulating to the brain, sending shitty ideas to the brain. Excuse my language for that. But it's it starts fogging your brain. It stops your brain from working at its optimum capacity. And do you remember there was a shift in the way you were thinking on the third and the fourth? So, and that's why I, I think um, with, with something like this, um, so important for people making decisions on a day-to-day -day basis to actually um, create um, time to to do something like the punch karma because it gives you a calmness and it did give me a calmness. My decision-making became more elaborate and it became a lot more focused. So what I've started doing now is I'm going to start sending a lot of my people, especially the senior people in my in my company, to mandatorily do something like this. Because you're investing in your workforce. Yes. It's literally like investing in your bottom line and your top line. Big time. When you invest in the health, you're actually becoming part of the lives. Yeah, because uh, if it had such an impact on me, in spite of my, my lifestyle, I can't imagine what will happen with them. Because they, they have to make, make decisions every day. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to start doing that, not only on my front end, but also my senior management and everybody else. So this is something that we often discuss in our clinic as well. And we had this discussion with you as well. Like uh, investing in your workforce's healthcare is like the best form of insurance for them instead of just setting up, you know, a group health insurance uh, scheme where you're just putting money into a bank account waiting to get sick so you can use that money, which is so sad, you know, because you're mentally tuned to get sick. You've told yourself that the only way you can get that money is by getting sick. Uh, no, I think um, Ayurveda is a lot more proactive instead of it being reactive. It wasn't, it didn't take, I like the fact that you set it up through the day. So I didn't have to go all the way to Kerala or wherever, right? It was, it was uh, set up for a, working, for a working relationship with Ayurveda. So I came in in the morning, I went and did my meetings and I came back at about 5, 5.30 and I carried on from there. So it was ideal, that's one. Number two, because of the time it's set up, you don't actually need to go away to a farm somewhere and things like that, right? And number three, it also you could also send your staff in without them taking days off, right? And number four, it's a proactive way of of dealing with with fitness, right? Instead of getting sick and then you go into the gym, this cleans you up, cleans you out, and sorts you out big time. Once the toxins are out of your system, the cells behave themselves. What is cancer? Cells going rogue. What is most of the diseases? Diseases means not at ease. What Ayurveda does is it takes the diseases out of your system before it explodes and starts affecting your organs and it puts you at ease, right? That's one. And two, of course, you know, the whole idea of setting up a healthcare center in the city. Healthcare shouldn't be some kind of a rehabilitation program that you go away for a whole week and cut yourself off from the materialistic world. That's exactly what happens with my friend who's from New Zealand. He's English. Yeah. Uh, he goes away for a week to 10 days sometimes and I can't even get him on the phone or anything like that. Stu yeah, yes. friends and family miss all the time. No, I miss Stuart so many, like, you know, 10 <laughs> days he goes away. So the whole idea of going away into the hills and you know, practicing Ayurveda or yoga for a whole week and cutting yourself out of the city life can actually take a toll when you come back into the city because you know suddenly everything is so difficult. The noise is too much. You need to acclimatize. You need to get used to the chaos. But that's what we are meant to be. We are supposed to survive in the chaos and still find our peace within us. Which is, which is um, actually very good because a lot of times people go away and then they come back and then they go back to the same habits. 
but the environment that you go away to is very different to the environment you're coming back. So yeah, it's continuous, seamless. So you go in the morning, you do your thing, and uh, then you come back in the evening and you do your thing. I like the fact that the massages in the evening, you can go to sleep with it, get up in the morning and have a shower because it stays in your... It's, it stays in your system and, yeah. and things like that. You know, we keep telling all our clients not to take a shower after the treatment because it takes 60 minutes of laborious effort to put that oil onto you, first of all. And this is a medicated oil, which is a concoction of 60 potent herbs, right? You'll be so surprised how porous your skin is because your skin is literally drinking up all that medicine. It's thanking you. It's literally like the best moisturizing lotion for your organs and your skin. So we tell our clients to actually do the massage and go back home and take a nice nap, rest it out. <laughs> Uh, because it has a therapeutic effect on the mind. You know, remember we talked about how diseases have a psychosomatic origin. In Ayurveda, it's mentioned that almost all diseases have a psychosomatic origin, be it diabetes, be it blood pressure, be it arthritis, osteoporosis. It could be because of lack of self-love or self-care or self-doubt or fear that is probably the root of these diseases. So Ayurveda actually helps calming down the mind. Did you feel any of that during the treatment? Yeah, I mean, um, I think more than anything else at this very moment, uh, what happened uh, was, yes, it, it calmed me down immediately, right? It also gave me a sense of, of direction. The other thing I noticed that I didn't need to do other stuff. Usually, I'm on my phone all the time. I need to play a game of some sort. It was easy. I just didn't do a lot. I didn't watch a lot of TV. Do you know what I mean? It went back to being 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And there was no technology. You know, most of us have this restless energy, which is not ours. It's the energy from the environment that we're constantly absorbing. It could be the city, it could be the thoughts that we're having, it could be the kind of company that we keep because we're the sum of seven people we hang out with, right? So if any of your friends is stressed out, you are going to absorb that energy. And we end up having this unnecessary energy around us that makes us restless, that makes us anxious, that makes us stressed out, that makes us snap at our dear ones, which is really unfair to them, right? We're constantly transferring that negative energy from one person to another person to another person. It's got a cyclical effect. And when you calm down, have you noticed the impact it has on your colleagues or your secretary or your... I straight away did. I mean, it's not to say that I wasn't calm. It, I mean, this obviously calmed me down a lot more. I'm normally a very um, laid-back, calm kind of person anyway. Yeah. But obviously this had, a, a, what do you say, a positive effect on my blood circulation. Yeah. It had a positive effect on... Um, on, on my mind, it had a positive effect on my sleep. I slept a lot deeper, yeah. right? And um, and I felt, I felt a lot more vibrant. Hey guys, if you like this episode, don't forget to leave a comment below so we can learn how to improve ourselves. Like, subscribe, and definitely share this with your loved ones, your friends, family, and relatives so you can become an influencer of good health in their lives. Until my next episode, here's wishing you unconditional happiness, love, forgiveness, kindness, empathy, compassion in everything that you do. Here's Dr. Dimple Jagra signing off.